being, wow, that's the essence of life. That's when we really get down to, wow, this is why I'm here on earth. And when people are just doing, that's where they get that kind of hopelessness. Right. And they just go through life robotically. Welcome back to Five Ideas. We're so stoked to have you joining us at the table for this episode. Today, we're talking in the category of faith and spirituality. One time in a coaching session, Rich challenged me with this question. He said, not really a question, but a statement. He said, Joey, you're a human being, not a human doing. And that Mm -hmm. statement and what was to come and following in that conversation, it's changed my life. Can we talk about that on the show? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it was just to get you to think about the fact because you had a zillion things on your to-do list and you wanted to accomplish all this and and you were a little bit uh, weary and a little bit tired. Yep. And so it was just to kind of, it's not, I didn't, I didn't make it up. People have heard it, but it's basically saying, look, you, you've got to be, you, you, you were created uh, more than to just be a robot and do. Yeah. You have feelings, you have emotions, um, you have a sense of presence. Are you present in the moment or are you just on to the next thing? That's what it was all about. So what's the difference between being and doing? So doing, you can do things, um, but being is really being alive. It's being alive in the moment. It's being alive in what you do. It's being being alive with other people. Um, it's where you get your energy from. Wow. It's where you get your passion and your motivation. So you, you know this in the workplace. You can see somebody doing something or you can see somebody being something. Mm. And when you when you encounter somebody who is really, really being who they were created to be, Oh, so motivating. It's it's like, you're like, I want that. <laughs> that guy has what I want. I yeah. mean, like he is lost in the moment. He's lost in what he's doing. He's like, nothing else matters. He is just being who he was created to be. Wow. So can you do and be at the same time? Or is it, I feel like maybe it can think like I'm either doing, like I'm either working my job, I'm either doing what I have to do to survive or I'm at on the weekend and now I'm being. It's like I'm either doing or I'm being and I do five days a week and I be two days a week. Mm-hmm. Is is that true or is there a way to be while you do? Mm-hmm. Be present while you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And doing's not an evil. Mm, okay. You know, it's not an evil. So we, we have to do things um, before we're doing this before we are being podcast. I was like, we are podcast people. We are being it. We're not just doing it, all right? Because it flows out of us. It was your passion. It was my passion. We came together. We made it happen, the partnership. And what people are experiencing is our being, not just our doing, but some doing went into this podcast. Yep. You know, we had to set up the tables. I didn't, but (laughs) but David did, our cameraman, and he set everything up and did it. So there's doing in that, but there's also the quality. There's also that sense of we want to do this because we want to experience this experience at the highest level it can be. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. It's like if you're going to get better at something, if you're going to do something, I think it comes down to choice Mm -hmm. because... 
when I worked at a factory when I was really when I was younger, I worked at a factory and I worked on this machine that just cut steel parts all day. My my goal was to make ten thousand parts a day and I was doing it. I was just that was doing. I was feeding a machine, but while I was there, I was dreaming of going to college. I was dreaming of what else I could be doing. You were dreaming of being. I was dreaming of being. I was. Mm -hmm. And by the dreaming, I was being. Mm -hmm. And so even when I was making those parts, I'm like, man, this is a monotonous job. Mm -hmm. So I took that monotonous job in the time that I had there by myself doing, and I started dreaming. And I would dream while I was doing it. Mm -hmm. And so I was being and doing at the same time. And I'm like, you know what? This job's giving me money. Mm-hmm. So it taught it made me think how do I be strategic with this money that I'm getting yeah. to help me get out of this? Yeah. And no. I I would just keep doing that several mm-hmm. times in my life. I'd be then I was at JC Penny working. And I'm like, you know what? Sometimes I was monotonously folding clothes, even as mm-hmm. a manager, putting mm-hmm. stuff away, putting up signs. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of monotonous doing time. Mm-hmm. And that's often what you get when you're just doing. Mm-hmm. If you're just doing, there's oftentimes a lot of time mm-hmm. to think because you're just kind of mindlessly doing stuff. I think when people don't utilize that time of mindlessness and they just remain mindless <laughs> or they think about how much they hate what they're doing. Yeah. Here, here's what you're here's what you're saying. You're saying that doing's okay as long as what you're doing is leading you towards your dream. Yes. But if you're doing just to do and do and do, then you're just doing and you're not being. Exactly. And so if you can, you know, I'm I'm not sure when this podcast is going to air, but we did a podcast on um getting something done versus perfection. Okay, remember that? Yep. So I talked about a client writing a book. We had this huge breakthrough when, when my client went from understanding that he wasn't just writing a book. What's writing a book? Doing. Mm. And what, we, what I had him say over and over is this, I am a writer. Yep. I am, I am a, a writer. writer. I am a writer. And the same thing happened to me with my coaching um, in the early days of my coaching uh my life and leadership coaching profession, you know, I thought about all the to-dos. I need to build a website. Um, I need to do this. I need to contact that. And my coach told me, he said, you just need to coach because that's what you do. That's who you are. You are a coach. And I was trying to, I was trying to do coaching where all I had to do was be. And you know what I did? Before I had my first client, everybody I came into contact with, I just coached them. I would just be who I am. Wow. Tell me about yourself. Where are you stuck? Where can I help? That's how I started. <laughs> so I just, I just became, and I lived that out, and that really thrust me into a whole new dimension. You know, I think of, I think of this. We're, we're talking about faith and spirituality, so I want to go to the Old Testament. All right, let's go to the, the script, ancient scriptures, let's the go. Old Testament. And so Moses, right? Moses has this task. He he's really finding out who he who he is. Like he was in he was in Pharaoh's court and he was raised with all of this special privilege stuff, but he found out that he was actually somebody else. He was, you know, he was he was born as a Jew. He's born right. right? And so he's finding out who he is 
and he's trying to to do what he's supposed to do, but he first out first of all has to to know who he is. And once he does that, he has to find out also who God is. So get this. So he has this encounter with God in the burning bush. Mm. And God's getting ready to take who he has made him, Moses now, this, this man who's, who's going to go do something great, but he's got to be first. And he said, I'm going to have you deliver my people. That's, that's what you're, you're, you're a deliverer. Right. That's who you are. You're a deliverer. You're not just going to deliver. You are a deliverer. And right? the Israelites in this context were slaves. They in were slaves Egypt. in Egypt. Right. Good. Of which Moses was essentially royalty. Yes, royalty and, at and, this time. And using the slaves to build the, right. the nation, right? right? On their blood and sweat tears. So he has the encounter of the burning bush. This is so powerful. And in the in, and he gets these directives, <laughs> Moses, you know, go free my people. Yep. And Moses said, "Who who do I tell Pharaoh? Who do I who do I tell him sent me?" <laughs> and what did God say? God said, "Tell them I am the I am. Woo! The I am." It's like, <laughs> whoa, okay, that's 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 being. Being wow. your being is not a. You're, we're not getting. We're not getting our value and our worth just from what we do. We're getting our value from who we we're created to be. That's what I love this subject. I really love this subject because when people talk about, well, I don't have faith or spirituality. Yeah, you do. Everybody does. You know, the old rock and roller Bob Dylan says you're going to serve somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're going to serve. You're, in other words, you're going to put your belief in something. You're right. going to put your belief in yourself or whoever it is. So being, wow, that's the essence of life. That's when we really get down to, wow, this is why I'm here on earth. And when people are just doing, that's where they get that kind of hopelessness. Right. And that's, they just go through life robotically. That's when they stop. They stop. They stop performing. They're just doing because the tasks at hand are pay the bills. And so it kind of comes to the point of, well, how much are the bills? And it, it's kind of funny how I read a statistic how maybe maybe somebody needs to fact check me on this, but I think like the majority of Americans are one paycheck away from bankruptcy, meaning that they're living paycheck to paycheck. It sounds a little scarier when you're like, I'm one paycheck away from bankruptcy. And maybe, you know, bankruptcy is a process. It takes time. But if they essentially don't make the next paycheck, then they will be in financial trouble if they don't earn that next paycheck, which makes sense. We know that there are statistics out there that talk about how a lot of Americans don't even have access to, I think, $3,000. They can't get access to it. Um, their bank accounts are lower than that. And again, fact check me on all this, but um, that tells me something that may not be evidently clear. But when I was reading some of those statistics, something popped up into my mind where I was thinking, I'm like, people figured out how to make just enough and then they stopped. Because it's funny how they can always meet exactly what they need because that's where their vision is. Their vision has capped at what they need. And maybe and maybe they can't see anything that's ex beyond. 
And a lot of people, yeah. that's, I'm just trying to make what I need to make to survive. I've heard mm-hmm. people say it. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make what I need to make to survive. Yeah. And then once they've made that, they check out from, because they don't see enough, they don't see anything farther. Mm. And I don't want to call anybody out. I've been in those yeah. situations where it's like, it's hard to see past mm-hmm. where you are. It's hard yeah. to see like, you know, I can't give anything else. I'm done. Yeah. You know, part of, part of this is our system. It's our system that we grow up in. Okay. It's our system. Um, educational system contribute to it. Parental systems contribute to it. One of the primary roles of a parent is to help a child find their bents or who they are being. Mm. What were they created to do? So if all the system does is tell you how to get a job, then you're going to make enough money to get through. But if, if, that's what I love about coaching. Probably one of my greatest strengths as a life and leadership coach is I can help, I can kind of identify what kind of like what you're good at, what you're created to do. Now, how could we use that for you to make a living? I just mm. walked a guy through that yeah. who was doing all these things in his occupation and he didn't even know he was doing it. And I said, if you got certified for this, you could probably make a lot more money doing what you're doing. So we have a responsibility as parents, as leaders, to help people find out, right? You know what makes me tick. What what was I placed on planet Earth for? And that is now identifying your being. That's why this is faith and spirituality because it's higher than just going, oh, that's my skill set or that's the test that I took. This is about wow. This makes me click. I. That's why I come to life when we co- when I coach. Why? Because I don't coach. I am a coach. Wow. I am you a coach. You don't do coaching. I don't do you coaching. Coach. I am coaching, and it flows <laughs> out of me. Yeah. It flows out of me. So we we are address. It's kind of hard sometimes because I don't want to be called out. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people don't love to be called out, but I think we are addressing a real problem, and that problem is we're often in the in this country we're raised to be doers mm-hmm. and it's not even really it's hard to even blame anyone it's hard to blame parents it's hard to blame teachers because they might have been raised to be do it's like where did it start you know oh it's hard to blame somebody but where how can we cut it off how can we just stop the well, it doing? It started with Cain and Abel. <laughs> you know, let me give you a New Testament the illustration. First two kids. All right, let me give you a New Testament illustration, okay? So Jesus comes to this, uh, this house, and there's two women, Mary and Martha, <laughs> okay? And, and so Martha's like, she's freaking out. Jesus is here. We got to get this ready. We got the house clean. We got the food ready. And Mary is just sitting at Jesus' feet, taking in all of his words. Now, whatever faith or religion you are, just imagine this is your person. This is your. This is who you follow in life. And so Jesus is there, and he's teaching all this, and Mary's taking it all in. And Martha's in the back complaining and actually complains to Jesus. Like, <laughs> Jesus, do you notice my sister's like, she's not helping me. What is Martha doing? She was like cleaning and cooking. And, and what is that? Doing. Doing. And what was Mary doing? She was being present. She was being present. She was lost in the moment wow. of the master. And so 
doing has a place. But Jesus said Mary's chosen the better thing. Wow. I wonder if we were taught as children how to be present. Because actually, I take that back. Children know how to be present. Yes, they do. They have to unlearn it. Yep. Because mom or dad or somebody will come in and say, you're wasting time. <laughs> go, go clean your room. Go right? do something with go your life. Go do something with your life. Ooh. Exactly. Instead of, what are you being? Hey, little Joey. Hey, little David. Hey, little Richie. What are you being? What if, what if parents drew that out from day one? And I'm not being hard on parents. We're just all caught up in the system. Go doing something with your life was exactly right. When did it change from, I want to be this when I grow up, to I want to do this when I grow up? Yeah. Because that, I just realized kids say, I want to be this when I grow up. I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a dinosaur. <laughs> you know, hey, I want to be... Coach, teacher, whatever. But yep. then they, then it changes to, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go into, I think mm-hmm. I, I want to do I wanna do it. this. You know, yeah. I want to do... And and really, it might not even be the semantics or the wording, but your mm-hmm. mindset shifts from like, you know, I I want to be this to mm-hmm. I have to do this, or, mm-hmm. and I feel like, I feel like you kind of nailed it on the head. You you hit it on the head. We we change, and I think that does that come from this, you know, this sense of like, where am I going to get the things I need to live? Is that where it comes from? Yeah, the and shift or wh- where is it coming from? Because the sure. adults are like, it's time to stop being a kid. Yeah, go do something with your yeah. life now. And then, yes, and then from that point on, that's what's rewarded. What's rewarded is what you've done. Wow. Look at performance. Most performance evaluations are based upon what you've done, not who you are. Not who you are. Maybe that's why we have a little bit of a integrity issue in our world today as well. Wow. Because because we turn our back on it as long as the performance is there. Mm. Once the performance is no longer there, then then if there's something wrong, then then we <laughs> we deal Go with it. Go to the it. morality. Oh, wow. So So how are how can we how can we be? How how can we not just do and how can we how can we be and how can we get better at being? I think the first step is we have to get comfortable and actually enjoy being around ourselves. Hmm. Um, everything, we, we are just being bombarded with constant stimulation and interruption. So this goes back to a principle um, that we, this comes back to a principle we have in our first book in iTunes. It's called Solitude. Mm-hmm. It's a lost art and a lost discipline. Yes. But solitude is where you will find yourself. It's well, you find who you are. And I tell a great story in there. I'm not going to tell it here. You have to get the book. But there's a great story in there where I took 13 and 14-year-old juvenile delinquents through an exercise where they found themselves. And they were remarkable with what they found, uh, what the answers they found about themselves by just getting quiet and getting still. And who am I? Who has God created me to be? Wow. And I get comfortable with that. And once you once you kind of identify that, then you you can live out of that instead of it always being the rat race. We're the human race, not the rat race. <laughs> and Rich mentioned a book 
by the time this episode airs, I think it will be out. Can we do it again on this episode? First five comments? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? First five comments on this episode on YouTube. So if you're listening yeah. on one of the other platforms on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, pause it, head to YouTube. First five comments. We're sending you a free copy of the new book. Yeah. And we've really dove into some things today that I feel like we'll continue talking about in future mm-hmm. episodes. It's the concept of being, and Rich gave us an incredible idea on how to be. And he said, it, it might you might not have caught it, but he said, you have to get comfortable with who you are. You have to get comfortable with yourself because you are the one being. Mm-hmm. And how much time are you spending with yourself mm-hmm. alone? Like that's how you become, that's how you become intimate. That's how you get to know someone. Mm-hmm. How well do you know yourself? And if you don't know yourself, how do you know what you're even trying to be? Right. How do you even know what you're trying to become? So spending some time with yourself. And again, another actual really cool strategy on our 25 Ideas subscription. Um, if you head on over to our website, 5ideas.co, you can check out the 25 Ideas subscription. There's an incredible idea under drop one. It's very simple. Under the faith and spirituality section, it is take a morning and explore these five questions. Who am I? Where did I come from? What am I here for? How do I do it? And where am I going? Mm. A lot of them are focused on the am, who am I? And there are some doings in there, but a lot of it is focused on who am I? Mm -hmm. Who am I being? Who am I becoming? And with that, we thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Five Ideas. We're so stoked to see you on the next one. Mm -hmm.